This is a Federal News Network podcast. People of the Foreign Service and the families they bring with them put a face to the State Department's overseas mission. They also participate in off-the-clock acts of kindness. For these efforts, the agency has awarded seven individuals its Secretary of State Award for Outstanding Volunteerism Abroad. For more on this volunteer work, Federal News Network spoke with a Foreign Service spouse who worked with special needs children in Malaysia, Jane Thompson. And the voice you hear first from another award recipient, Foreign Service Officer Moises Mendoza. I did several things that were pretty cool when I was in Matamoros. One of them was this add-on for Google Maps, and it was pretty simple. I mean, in Matamoros, we had a green zone where we were allowed to move around freely, and then a red zone where we couldn't go because of the violence in the area. So all I did was I kind of built an add-on for Google Maps where... You know, I was able to show our colleagues quickly on the map where the green zone and where the red zone was so they could just add this to their phone and immediately see if they had strayed into, into places that they couldn't go. So it was pretty simple, a pretty simple thing. I worked on a project about the history of the Consulate of Matamoros. So the Consulate of Matamoros is over 200 years old. And one of the things I realized is nobody had really investigated the history of the consulate. So we found all kinds of amazing things working with one of the local universities, the University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley. I discovered an officer who had died under heroic circumstances that qualified him to go on our memorial wall in Washington, D.C., where we list the names of fallen officers. I found all of these incredible stories about officers who had really been courageous in circumstances that we hadn't known that they had been courageous. I found examples of stories of combat that had taken place around the consulate of Matamoros in the early 20th century and in the late 19th century. It was really incredible. And so this really motivated my colleagues at the consulate and really excited people to realize that you know we had made a difference on the border for really hundreds of years. That was really, really exciting. The other thing that I did is I worked on a project to bring CPR training to post. So I became an emergency medical technician by taking night classes and started teaching CPR at post, which was really a lot of fun and really exciting because we had no medical unit at post. So this was a chance to you know, really make a difference for my colleagues and ensure that they were safe. We're saying all of this in the context of you being a foreign service officer, and that's certainly a job that requires a lot of time and commitment as well. I know it's a very broad question, but you know what kind of compelled you to do all these things above and beyond being a, a foreign service officer? You know, what I tell young foreign service officers is, first of all, you have to be really good at your primary job. So I was a consular officer in Matamoros, and I tried my best to be good at my job. But once you're good at your job, you should look for niches and ways to make a difference and think outside the box. And that's really what I was trying to do. I was trying to look for ways that I could add value to my post and add value to my community that went beyond just my, you know, nine to five job. You know, I think what doesn't get mentioned a lot is just the challenges of life of being in the Foreign Service. You know, are there any examples of that that you'd like to offer up? There's all kinds of challenges. The Foreign Service is really a rewarding place to work and really fun place to work. But I think one of the biggest challenges of working anywhere in the government is the bureaucracy that that exists. And sometimes, you know, you can think that it's very difficult to, to make a difference, right? Because we work in a big bureaucracy and we sometimes think that we have our jobs and that's all there is. But actually, what I found is government can actually be very, very flexible. If you have 
uh, supportive bosses, if you have supportive colleagues, if you're innovative and you think outside the box and these people really support you, you can make a huge difference and you can really do something that's new and that's innovative. So, you know, contrary to kind of popular perception, government isn't this like sort of staid, cold entity in which, you know, you just follow these lines and, um, and stay within the box and that's it. There's a lot of room for flexibility within the foreign service and government and innovation. There's a lot of room for innovation as well. And that was really exciting to see in Matamoros. I also spoke with Jane Thompson, a foreign service spouse who worked with refugees and special needs children in Malaysia. Here, she talks about her SOSA award-winning work overseas. Kuala Lumpur was our sixth overseas post. And so what I have learned as we go is to try to hit the ground running when you get to a new post, to look around talk to people, find out what the needs are, and get involved. I'm always much happier if I've been able to look and say, I've made a difference, I've started something, I can pass it on to others. I worked with a local early intervention center that wanted to update their practice and make it more evidence-based and in line with current recommended practices. That was probably my favorite thing that I did. I worked with the refugee population in Kuala Lumpur, and we did a couple projects using financial help from the Kirby Simon grant. One was we put together developmental kits, and I did parenting classes with the different refugees population, and each family was able to take home a kit with educational toys that they could play with their children with. And then the next year, I worked with nurses in our community, and we did first aid kits for the refugee population and did a little first aid training with those before we distributed them to families. Those were two great projects. I also worked with a team on community education projects for the refugees, talking about domestic violence, parenting skills, health and hygiene. We would do seminars with leaders in the community that could then take those things that we talked about with them into their communities where they would have greater impact. Uh, I organized a lot of programs, did some speaking and presentations with the international school there on lots of different developmental issues with children and students. And then when the lockdown happened, there was just a need to keep people connected. And so I did children's story times. I did yoga classes. We did some trivia nights, game nights with the community, all virtually. It was just a, a fun way to keep people connected and to help us feel like we were still part of a community, even as we were isolated. I think I heard it said in so many different ways, this line of work, this line of volunteerism, really does kind of help further the official mission, right, of the Foreign Service, of, of you know, being America's diplomatic face overseas. Help me better understand that from, from your own perspective. Well, I think at the end of the day, diplomacy is relationship. And when we who are representing the U.S. can get out into the communities, out into the neighborhoods, and work with but also befriend people face-to-face, it's the best diplomacy in the world. We all understand each other better when we become friends. 
they have a face to put when they hear United States. It's not just what the headlines they see in the news. It's people that they've met in their neighborhoods, in their communities, that they've learned to trust and care about as we've learned to trust and care about them. Jane Thompson, a Foreign Service spouse and Secretary of State Overseas Volunteerism Abroad Award winner. You also heard from award recipient Foreign Service Officer Moises Mendoza. They were speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, Think twice before sending money through an app or online. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.